Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome in pro wrestling fans here on a Saturday. It is time for the podcast edition of Busted Open Radio. I'm your weekend host, Ryan McKinnell. Got my tag team partner, the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, along the way here on this episode. And listen. It wouldn't be a Saturday edition of Busted Open if we didn't give you Weekly Winner, the best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. So make sure you tune in and check that out. Also on this episode, we had a return last night on Friday Night SmackDown. The boss is back. Sasha Banks making a return. We take a deep dive into that and what that means for Bianca Belair and the rest of the women's division. And John Cena, Roman Reigns, the missionary wars continue. And Marty and I got some things to say. Now all you got to do is sit back, relax, click play. Let's get it going. Bust it open on a Saturday. Well, let's get to the business at hand. Some familiar music hit last night. I was to say, some familiar music hit last night, uh, Mark, on Friday Night SmackDown. The boss is back. We got some audio for the nation in case they missed it. Check it out, pro wrestling fans. Carmella and Zelina beating the hell out of Bel Air. Sasha Banks is back. The boss, first time since WrestleMania. Tremendous show of respect by Sasha here tonight. Coming to the aid of the SmackDown Women's Champion. Wait a minute. Backstabber by Banks to the champion. And now Sasha pounding That was so good. You bitch. How could, how could you do that? How could you? No, I, of course it was so good. It was Sasha fucking Banks and Bianca fucking Belair, Mark. We know how good they are. We knew it was going to happen last, last night. It doesn't matter. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. Keep it simple, stupid. Let two talented people do their things. And the ultra-talented Bianca, uh, excuse me, Sasha Banks is back. She came back to help. Bianca Belair to start the show, and at the very end of the show, the show closes after a tag team match uh, between Carmella and Zelina and then those two. It it ends with Bianca uh, getting a backstabber from Sasha Banks, a very fitting finisher for a very finishing woman, or a finishing... Maneuver. Might have been a Listen, when there, you right? say backstabber... Yeah, maneuver for a, for a great champion. <laughs> we, I think we all knew, everybody that's a wrestling fan knew, that when the hug came... Right. Right. That 
the Mark Henry retirement speech was about to happen all over again. <laughs> we, we all we all knew. A little it. too, a little too friendly. It was a little, yeah, a little too, too friendly. friendly. Oh, oh come on, my oh <laughs> wham! We knew it was going to happen. We really <laughs> and and you know what, man? I wouldn't have wanted it no other way. I love the fact that Hell Sasha no. Banks made her return, got a great reaction, was able to. He, to bring, bring us all she in. Come on, bring us all in. We all got the hug at the beginning. And then at the end, we all got yeah. the backstabber. It, 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 was, it was great wrestling TV. <laughs> it really was. It really was. And, uh, I mean, listen, she could have done it right when she, when she came out. My whole thing was, oh, it's Sasha Banks. We haven't seen her since, you know, Bianca Belair and her had an absolute classic at WrestleMania. None of us are I, – I, I wasn't expecting before the end of the episode for a, a, a happy Sasha Banks to make her return. She's a very competitive woman. She's her name. Her, her finishing move is the backstabber. We've seen her throughout her career. Uh, obviously, Mark, she was going to be a little perturbed about what happened at WrestleMania. And we got obviously a glimpse of that last night. We did. And I, I think that the normal wrestling fan, not the super wrestling fan, um, was not expecting that entrance. The normal fan was like, you know, they're just watching SmackDown <laughs> and they're, you know, they're right, right, right. They're enjoying the moment. But the super fan, you always want something, somebody to come back or uh, a title change mm-hmm. or um, somebody to do something that's out of their norm in pro wrestling. And you got that a couple of times last night and they, they started it with uh, Sasha Banks. I mean, even the fact that we got a match made um, in that whole ordeal with Zelina Vega and Bianca Belair. It was like, we got what we yeah. wanted, but the sh- there was a shift in the force, if you will. And we ended up going another mm-hmm. direction. But we ended up, we got what we wanted to get. Yes, we did. And you know what, speaking of getting what we want you brought up a name there Zelina Vega uh prior to so basically the show starts right and you have Carmella and Zelina basically from from, uh, Zelina's out there trying to make her case Carmella's trying to make her case for Bianca Zelina comes out to make her case what I liked about it Mark is when Zelina came out to her to make her case and made uh face-to-face, made it face-to-face, I should say, with Bianca. There was a moment there where Bianca accepted the challenge. Like, Zelina said, you know I'm the best thing in the business right now. You know everybody wants to see me versus you. You know I'm the biggest challenge to that belt. Let's get it. And the look on Bianca's face, right, was like, oh, hell yeah, I can get Let's go. Like, she was excited. So kind of put Zelina Vega over as well, Mark, while in the midst of all this Sasha Banks chaos. I know that... The story is rightfully going to be about Sasha and Bianca. And listen, Nation, back to Zelina. She got a nice little rub there. She'll probably, I don't want to say, she's not going to be forgotten about. I don't think she might not be directly involved in this feud going forward over the next couple of weeks. But she got the thumbs up from Bianca. Like, I'm, I'm hoping that's a signifier of what is to come. Because she's not wrong, Mark, when Zelina said all those things about herself she is the one we one of the I mean we want Sasha too, but Zelina is a select upper echelon of people that we want to see against Bianca Belair. And when it does happen, and as we saw from Bianca, right, she's like, oh hell yeah, we can get it, let's go. 
Bianca versus Zelina, it, I would imagine, is going to be fireworks. And, 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 and I love that part of uh, last night as well. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, it, it was pretty damn amazing. Uh, my level of wanting to see that is really, really high. Um, and I guess if I was yeah. on a scale to one to ten, it'd be a, a eight and a half or nine, because of the talent of the two women. One, the their um, the the level of I give a damn is really high because Zelina Vega, uh-huh. you know, with her being uh, kicked out, uh, you know, excommunicated from the company, and then brought back to the company. Like I, I just wanted to see what was going to happen. And the, you know how I feel about Bianca. Bianca is charismatic, athletic, got everything going for her. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's what you want to see in pro wrestling. You want to see the matchup between the two individuals. And um, now we're going to get it. And even if it was... Uh, as much as you want to see Sasha Banks, every woman that was involved in that ordeal last night with the return, you give a damn about. Carmella, don't leave Carmella out. You know, I'm, oh, you know what? I always go on these tangents. And there was a, a live event match between Carmella and Bianca recently. And there was a wardrobe malfunction. The clasp in... Carmella's um, gear, her top, burst open. So now she's holding her top on with both hands. How about this, guys? Her and Bianca wrestled for about two minutes without it being – I mean, Carmella was able to hold her top on, fight at the same time, get put in Bianca's finish, holding her top, Wiggle down behind holding the top, go into a roll-up, and Bianca knew in her mind that if I do this, her top, she's going to lose her top. Deviated from the roll-up into a pinning maneuver and pinned her while she was holding her top like this. It, wow. it was brilliance. It was awareness. And it was respect for the other wrestler. Guys, these are pros. Any one of those four women in the ring with, a, with, the op, with a, another one of their counterparts, you're going to get great wrestling. Yeah. Last night was a treat Preach. to get all four of them in there at the same time. That shit was impressive. The, the things that they did, from the, you know, the, I mean, this is a trained eye. I'm not saying that I'm the end all be all. It, you know, I have an experienced eye. It's my of job course. to have an experienced eye. Right. 27 years to, to hone that craft. I see things that everybody else don't see. And last night I saw four of the best female talents in the world. And you care about what they do and how they do. And they delivered, and and we we shouldn't gloss over that, but the the only thing that I could think of that I would want to see more than Bianca and Sasha again is to see Bianca and Zelina Vega 
100%. Now, as you, no, you're not kidding. You're not kidding. And that was great, and I hope it does happen. But the woman of the hour right now is the boss, Sasha Banks. She is back. It is the first time since WrestleMania. It is coming off of Mark, one of the greatest, truly. This is not hyperbole. And I like, you know, we, I like to dabble in hyperbole here and there. But this is a, a by now, a universally sort of accepted fact. It was one of the best main events in the history of WrestleMania. And now yeah. she is back. What happens next? Because clearly Venom is there. Clearly Sasha Banks is pissed off. We got a taste of what these two are capable of given time at the main event, and it was a mother-effing classic. I'm assuming we're heading into SummerSlam. I hope we go longer. I told I was talking to my wife in the kitchen last night, and she's like, hey, this is a pretty good wrestling show. She doesn't always watch SmackDown with me, right? I'm like, yeah, that's because you're looking at Sasha Banks. You're looking at Bianca Belair. You're looking at Roman Reigns. You're looking at Seth Rollins. You're looking at Edge. You're looking at John Cena. You're looking at, Mark, you said it's a special time. Things are going really good right now. It is true. Like, the internet wrestling community, people like to bitch. Fans like to bitch. I really hope you're not bitching after Fridays. I really hope you're not because there is special, special stuff happening on that show from top to bottom. And if you're spending your time critiquing critiquing it, you're missing a lot of good stuff. So my question, Mark, uh, where is this headed? How dangerous can it get? What do you want to see from Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair? I I think that as much as... Um, you just want to see a matchup. Yeah, I want to see a matchup with a stipulation. I, I want to see him, um, like I got to see Bianca, like I got to see Sasha and 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 the man in Hell in a Cell, um, a cage match, a um, a you know, I don't want to see a. a Coal miner's glove on a pole match, nothing like that. But I want to see something no. with a stipulation. Uh, you to do a, a tables match or you know a TLC or something like it's got to be big. And I know uh, that. What about what Andre? What about what Andre's uh, suggesting in the chat box right there, which I love, Andre. You're suggesting an Iron Woman match when you talk Ooh. about Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks, Mark. We saw great uh, success with Sasha. Two of the best in the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that none was of this bullshit thirty-minute. None of, but none of this, none of this BS half thing. No, thirty-minute Iron Woman match. No, 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 no. I want an hour-long Broadway. Let's get it. These two are about that life, Mark. Yeah, then they're both thoroughbreds. They could do that in their sleep, and. What we would get out of that That's would be like me. it would be like Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair. Like I think we can get yeah. that type of match and um, make that whole pay per view about them two women. Iron Woman is that's what it is. That's, good job, Andre. That's the key. Now, and now, well, it, it's it, okay. Yes, good job, Andre. Yes, I'm all about that. But you said something. The main event of that pay per view needs to be about them. Yes, 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 yes. Listen, we're not the women's evolution and all that. We have another pay-per-view, whatever. I don't know. No, I don't I'm really talking care. about I, mean, I do care, but I don't think two wrestlers. No, no, but you're, yeah. When they're the next pay-per-view that they have, the main event, the show that the, the match that ends the show needs to be Bianca and Sasha. Those two are 
they're linked, man. I know everyone thought it was going to be Sasha and Bailey, and, and they will always have their history. I understand that. But I, I think the next seven, eight, ten years of great, great professional wrestling, specifically from the women, is going to be this rivalry between this, these two women. And they're going to be teammates at some point. There's going to be great stories told between these two. And I think they're going to go, also go off mark. We agree. And do amazing things outside of pro wrestling. And then they're going to come back. I just, as long as they stay healthy, God willing, Mark. These three two special women that can do it all, truly, inside the ring. And, and who knows what they're capable of outside because, obviously, we know Sasha has the Mandalorian and, and other things, and Bianca's got that personality, too. I wouldn't be surprised at all to see her uh, in Hollywood at some point. Yeah, I, I, I think that uh, Sasha is going to be one of those that uh, we'll see in more than the Mandalorian. And Bianca Belair, I mean, I think that she could, she could have, she's got that look, she's got the acting acumen. Um, I, I love to see her in movies and television. Hi, this is Adam Shine. The Adam Shine podcast is back for another football season. I'll give you my passionate, hard-hitting takes every week, including picks against the spread and fantasy football advice, all while talking to the biggest guests in all the sports, celebrities, media personalities, diehard football fans on a weekly basis. It's the Adam Shine podcast with new episodes dropping on Tuesdays. You can listen to the podcast anytime on the SiriusXM app, iTunes, Pandora, and with Stitcher. John Cena dropping lots of things on Friday Night SmackDown. John Cena, Roman Reigns, now official for SummerSlam. A lot of talk on the missionary position. I thought that was some sage advice from Super Cena over there. Like, you know, John's always sharing those inspirational quotes on Twitter, clearly not running his own social media, Mark. Uh, But that line from Cena, if you can find someone who can keep Missionary entertaining for 20 years, best to keep him in your life as a married man of 13, Mark. And I I don't know how long you've been married to uh, Jana, but I know it's been a grip, right? Uh, That was was a shoot, brother. I'm kind of getting sick of the war. Like, you know, when Roman Reigns dropped that line about, okay, I'm with him. Missionary every single night probably gets boring. But Missionary, Mark... Like, I guess, uh, uh, like a lot of things, it's all about how you do it. And, and, and again, as an American, as, as a proud husband, you know what I'm saying? I'm kind of getting this war on missionary. I'm getting sick of this, and I'm glad Super Cena out there uh, kind of put Roman in his place. Good for you. Hey, guys. last I heard, uh, missionary was pretty good. Like, <laughs> that's a face-to-face <laughs> conversation. Last, last time you got the memo? <laughs> last time I got the memo. I'm just saying. You know, I mean, uh, I heard Gateway, that missionary. Andre said, oh, missionary is the gateway. No, that's a gateway for you. That's where you get started. Andre's, well, no, well, I mean, Andre, well, yeah. But listen, Andre's experience, man. Andre's got a sugar mama. I think, I mean, I don't know Andre's uh, lady, but I've seen pictures and she ain't his age. Mm -mm, Not at all. And it got me in a good way. I'm just saying he's, he's, you know. We should. I, I, Andre's a curious guy. The master of the Kama Sutra. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just racist. I mean, I'm just saying. That's what I heard. I, I word on the street. <laughs> Andre so, about that business, okay. boss. <laughs> As the war on missionary continues. I'm not kidding. It's like a stigma. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess it could be like. Uh, you know, frozen, Tysoned, unseasoned chicken straight out the oven. But if you do right, that could be like, you know, a tomahawk from Del Frisco's or something. It's all about how you season it, Mark Henry. So Amen. here and now, Preach. 
That's, that's what I'm saying. Here and now, I'm ending this war on missionary. Uh, get your shit together and act like adults. Stop talking shit. Good for yeah, you, John, John Cena, thank you for um, voicing your opinion about it. You know, that, that changes a lot of things. There's a lot of people out there that's living a dry, unsavory life. And you just put a little spice back into it. Yeah, that's right. And again, it's not the be all end all. And, and Roman Reigns is kind of right. Switch it up. That's fine. I'm just saying, don't put missionary in a bad place. I'm trying to be, you know, again, I'm trying to evolve us here, people. If we it's lose good the place. things that essentially make us human, that's right, world's strongest man. Actually, I should say for this conversation, that's right, sexual chocolate. In these times, it's important to remember, you know, the things that got us here. And damn it, I'm going to take it a step further. If you were with someone through this pandemic, it would put on my... Uh, what was that old? Well, Who's that old chick back in the day who used to talk about dicks and pussies and like get super vulgar? Doctor Ruth. Doctor Ruth. Name? Hell yeah! Okay, I'm gonna go Doctor Ruth here for a second. <laughs> go ahead, Doc. That lady. <laughs> if you find someone that you lived with through this pandemic for 18 months, I'm being dead ass. 18 months, people got locked in houses with folks. Like I can't imagine. Like my wife and I, we had our things. You know, everyone. I mean, 18 months with anyone is going to drive someone batty. If you made it on the other end of that with your best friend, man, I'm not saying you have to propose. Like if you've been together like for like three or four years and you're like listening and you're like awkwardly looking at that person right now, uh, I'm just saying that's probably the person you were meant for for the rest of your yeah. life. So hey. You know Without what? A doubt. If, if that does happen, if that does happen, Mark, I want that person to call in like eight months from now and say, hey, remember that conversation here on the Saturday? That really sparked and ignited something in me, and we got married because of that. I want to build love off of this show, Mark, and I want to end the war on missionary position. I'm trying to accomplish a lot in three hours. Hey, man, you, 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 can't, save, you can't save the world in one day, <laughs> but you can start the process. And I think that in Every this conversation, bit. starting with John <laughs> Cena last night, and him saying yeah. to the world, "Hey, don't put put some respect on missionary. Don't just right. don't be right. missionary in a negative light. Put it positively." <laughs> I think that we should have had the we should have had the new go, day go on your with us. Sometimes you gotta <laughs> missionary is where it's at. <laughs> you can't just deny the fact that a man and a woman face to face can save something. I'll tell you, I'll watch it. Well, I, I, maybe I better not Woo! watch it. Not, not right now. Not watch yeah, it. Can't preach it. Can't preach it. Can't watch. That'd be can't fucked watch. up. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to not go to hell. This, this conversation is going to drive me straight into the middle oh, of no, hell that with was gasoline the, draws no, that was, on. No, that was the time you suggested the you brought up the Faces of Death video series that I had to explain <laughs> to my children out there what that was. That was for sure the time you were going to hell. Not this. You're good. If you redeemed yourself since then, uh, you're, you're fine, Preach. You're fine. You're good. Yeah, I asked for forgiveness. I still can't believe you did that. Hey, everyone. This is former NFL linebacker and current SiriusXM NFL radio host, Kirk Morrison. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, Total Coverage. Each week, I'll be joined by some of the greatest minds in the game as we explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. Whether we're breaking down player techniques, game plans, or coaching philosophies, we'll explain the details that define our favorite performances. New episodes will be available every Tuesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. 
It is weekly winter time where we give the nation the best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. So who is getting it this week, World's Strongest Man? You know what, man? Uh, I was not complete. I was not disappointed with Monday Night Raw. Um, I was not disappointed with NXT. I was not, I hope not. disappointed with Impact. But I would have to say, it, w- it was pretty damn hard to beat AEW this week. I mean, just from the open and the dark order and seeing Paige stand at the ring with his guys and then you get the 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 Toontown entrance of the elite uh, of the Bucks and Kenny Omega like I man I just popped I was entertained and we're supposed to be as wrestling fans entertained by the shows we watch Smackdown super super entertained last night we, we always say, you got to have one or the other. You got to have a title change. You got to have somebody come back and make an appearance that's been <laughs> yeah. gone for a long time. Well, it certainly helps. You're right. Or you got to have one of those five-star type matches. Well, you had that on, on Friday night. And you had that on Wednesday night. To me, it's a two-man race this week. Everybody else is eliminated by default. And I enjoyed so much seeing Chris Jericho and Nick fucking Gage in the main event. That's right. The way that they started (laughs) the show (laughs) and the way they ended the show was unbelievable. You talk about trending. Domino's was trending because of the pizza cutter and there was, uh, you know, <laughs> Domino's had to make a stance that, hey, that's not what we stand for. And, um, and, and, I, and I said this earlier, I, did, I do not like the fact that optics plays a part in what's normally a good piece of business, as we say in pro wrestling. And that was a good piece of business. It was ironic. It was an accident. It was happens chance, whatever you want to call it. But nonetheless, it trended. So thank you, Domino's. Rather than giving AEW, well, that's not what we signed up for. We're not happy. Yeah, you are happy because the marketing for AEW or the marketing for Domino's spiked. It spiked. Because you're welcome of the incident. You're welcome. Go ahead, Ryan. Also, also, I just want to make a quick note. Airing after, and this isn't, a, it is, it's whatever. Airing after that episode of Dynamite, I believe, was the movie Law Abiding Citizen, in which Gerald Butler's entire family gets murdered within like the first three minutes of the movie, and that sets them on a path for war. Like, hyper violent movie, super shocking. Like, this is America, violence is everywhere. That was pro wrestling. Like, you know what you're getting when you sign up or sponsor. And that was, again, 
Domino should be thanking uh, AEW, as Mark said, because I hadn't even thought about Domino's, and I thought that was just great, great synergy. And, Mark, and I'm not I didn't want to interrupt you just to point. Yeah, Brian, I'm not speaking the, on the behalf of AEW. I'm not speaking on behalf yeah. of AEW. I'm not speaking on behalf of Tony Khan. I'm speaking on behalf of Mark Henry, an employee of the company who sees something from a business perspective and realizes that what that was was lip service. I may end up having to apologize next week. And, and, I, and I'll, I'll do it gladly because I said my piece. But I, I understand the fact that corporate, they want to put on a good face. And I don't go do charity events because I want people to go, oh, look at Mark Henry. He wants to do good with the kids. No, I want the kids to have something that I didn't have growing up. I, I, that's, that's why I do it. AEW intention was not to wake up and go, you know what, man, how can we decredit Domino's as a sponsor? <laughs> they didn't do that. Right. Nobody does. If something bad happens, which I don't consider it bad, first off, because like you said, you. it's pro wrestling. The whole advertisement for the week was, there's gonna Chris Jericho is gonna have a death match against a guy on the Indies, Nick freaking Gage, and they knew that last week, right? Oh, hey guys, um, we have some concerns about this death match thing. Is it possible to run all our ads before you do that? Somebody dropped the ball in their company, not in ours. They should have stated the point, hey, man, that guy, Nick Gage, uses a pizza cutter. Oh, really? Yeah, we might need to go on before that. Do all our ad, all our programming before. Whose fault is it? I'll wait all day long, twice on Saturday. It was not AEW's fault. Nobody is to blame. But I'm just saying, I'll apologize next week if I'm forced to, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm like Nate, like uh, uh, Mar- uh, Marshawn Lynch. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Like, it, it was an accident, guys. Talk, Shit happens. And, here, here, talking, here talking food and pro wrestling, and that was right in my sweet spot. That was synergy as far as I was concerned. That was my favorite moment of the week. Pro wrestling and, and food. Uh, should absolutely... Absolutely. And Jericho should get a ton of credit because that was a legitimate death match. Nick Gage went from losing the GCW title on Saturday night to main eventing Dynamite. And uh, boy, GCW crowd and Matt Cardona. That was something. Didn't know when I left you last Saturday, we'd be staring down the barrel of that gun a week later. But that that was a pretty insane uh, spectacle. But Mark, we're still doing weekly winner, man. I still don't know where you stand on it. I'm with you. It's a two show race. It's either you know, Friday night or it's either Wednesday night. So Yeah, it's a two-person race. And I, like I said, um, I didn't get the finish because I went off on a tangent and I forgot where I was, man. But um, You were in the middle of time. I, I definitely would have to say with the attention that that main event got and the passion. Yeah. The passion yeah. of that show and what the Murder Hawk did and seeing Ming – who we hadn't seen in years on ah. big time television, which as a little kid watching right? that was cool. 
watching him was one of my favorite things because he was a big guy doing big guy shit, and I loved it. And I got to see him again, Googles with somebody last night. Yes, I give my weekly winner to AEW. I like it. Speaking of big guy doing big guy shit, how about Otis? I know as we, we pivot, I, yeah. I agree with you. It's a two-person or a two-person show uh, as we move to SmackDown because I think you covered uh, AEW pretty well in that death match. Make no mistake, that death match was my favorite part of the entire week. It was – I saw Nick Gage main event, AEW, against Chris Jericho after he lost the GCW title, and he was a real death match. Like, that is – like as a mark, that was incredible. But big guys doing big guys shit. We got a little bit of a of a of a window into more of this sort of uh, this sort of evolution of the Otis character. And Mark, the more and more I see him, the more and more he buys in. You know, big guy doing big guy shit. That, that he has the potential to be a very dangerous man on Friday nights. Yeah, o- Otis is um, the the stoic look. The I love the new yep. gear. I love how the gear kind of reaches down and shows his belly a little bit. Uh, he's a big guy. And dare I say, a good-looking man. And he's able to, him being serious and him working the way that he works is going to add to who he is as a main event type talent down the road. I know we love the jovial, shaking the belly. Oh, yeah. Having a good time, Otis. But Vince knows his business. And if he sees money and Otis being serious, then you, you got to take it for that because he's got a good record. So uh, I'm going to go with it. Yep, I'm with you. I'm not going to, you know, like look at it like just the fan. And look at it from a business point of view because that's kind of been the way that I've done things my whole life. Um, but yeah, I, I was really happy with what Otis is becoming. Yeah, me too. And and obviously Otis on Friday night SmackDown. And listen, for as much as I went on and and, and lauded praise on that main event on Wednesday night, and yeah, it, it was my favorite moment of the week. Mark, it was not my favorite show, and we're talking minutia. We're talking I don't I don't even know what it, like when like what actually for me, um, you know, constitutes it being the better show because this is like one A and one B, and it might be just recency bias. But when I think back to last night and the way that Friday Night SmackDown ran from beginning to end, with the great promo work by the best wrestler of his generation, when we talk about. John Cena right from broke Corbin to Roman Reigns doing things with a glance like just when Corbin came in to interrupt that contract signing and the look Roman Reigns gave broke Corbin horseshoe head Corbin I popped for that like it was incredible that was like the little things right then we got a return and not just any return it was the return of Sasha Banks the boss And then you get the swerve at the end, right? The backstabber and everything that came out of it. And then we get excited, right? Then the wheels start turning. Well, what's next? What do we have to look forward to? What we have to look forward to? 
is Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair continuing their story. So for me, from top to bottom, Rey Mysterio kicking off and defeating Jimmy Uso. The back and forth with the great, great promo work. We even had some appearances by Big E, Cesaro, Knock, all of that. And and again, we just talked about Destroyer Otis and what that could be, Mark. It was razor close, but I am going SmackDown. Weekly winner for me goes to SmackDown. Weekly winner for Mark goes to AEW. If you ain't first, your last. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.